0: So for this Mother's Day, we decided to interview some kids about their moms. So I have to call all these people up. <laughs> can I have Gavin, Zoe, Luca, Tunu, Cassidy, Muna, Joshua, Lawrence, and Maddie? Y'all can just sit. Just. I'm just gonna do that.
1: Why is it so quiet? guys,
0: I told you all to say.
1: Hey, would you welcome our kids here this morning? Lawrence, Lawrence. And welcome to our family service. We don't usually do this. We have a bunch of kids who are here who uh, so today's service might be a little loud and it might be a little different, but we're okay with that. So we want to find out a little bit about our moms. And um, the moms in your life. So I'm gonna have Allie ask you some questions. Okay.
0: <clears throat> okay. Let's see. Um, Zoe. Yeah. Let's see. What do you and mommy do together? Bake. So. <clears throat> okay. The best okay. Lukey, what do you and Mama do together? Wait, what do you do? car. They make cars. I don't remember that. No, <laughs> you're a liar. Okay, Cassidy, what do you and your mom do together? We play on our bikes. Nice. This is so cute. <laughs> okay, Maddie, what do you and your mom do together? We'll play on our bikes. Why is everyone doing this? <laughs> Kate, Tuna, what do you and your mom do together?
2: Watch TV. It's
0: yes. a right thing, <laughs> Gavin, what do you and your mom do together?
2: It's very hard.
1: This is really hard, yeah. I know. Get out the <laughs> that's hey, that's Luna. a ministry kid right there. That's. That's
0: right. <laughs> Kay Moon, what do you and your what do you and your mom do together? Um, we go to the mall sometimes.
1: <laughs> Big surprise, N. J. Joshua, you would.
3: Um, play board games.
1: Nice. <laughs>
4: I go on walks with my mom.
1: That's nice. <laughs> all right, let me. I'm gonna ask the second question. I just need you to pass the microphone. Oh, okay. Zoe, how old is mom? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gonna kill her. Really? Are moms all dying of embarrassment at
0: this
1: moment? How how old is mom? <laughs> All right, Lucas. (laughs) She said 49. Lucas, how old is Mama? Three. Three. I
2: don't know.
1: That's the safest answer.
2: She's 36.
1: Yep. Forty-three. 31. Forty-one. 30. <laughs>
2: Did, 30.
1: Did you say forty-one? Twenty-four. Yo! <laughs> a, a certain age.
3: A certain age.
1: Yeah.
4: Forty-four, I believe.
0: <laughs>
1: Alright, let's start on that end.
0: What does your mom do for her job? Uh, She
4: works at Stop and Shop.
0: She sews.
3: She works at Macy's.
2: She works at church.
3: (laughs) She works at the May Institute, whatever it's
0: called.
2: (laughs) She works at church. Mine works at the hospital. Right.
1: Lucas, what does mommy do for, for work? To work? She goes to work, that's right.
2: She goes to boring meetings. Yes.
1: She goes to boring that's meetings. So true. That's so true. right. Okay, well, let's start back at that end. Lawrence, what's the funniest thing that your mom has ever done?
4: Uh, uh, first week, we got my cat. She didn't want him going upstairs or on the table. But now she like, he like goes everywhere
3: and sleeps on her bed. So. <laughs> um, the funniest thing. Mm, you put me on the spot here. Uh, the funniest thing that's not going
1: to get you in trouble.
3: Uh... <laughs> Funniest thing is, is is um the funniest thing is the funniest thing.
1: Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. Safe.
3: She makes everyone explain every single joke we tell to her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we got an answer. I have an answer. Um, whenever I get in trouble, she repeatedly tells me. Why I got in trouble. <laughs> and sometimes I just want to say that I heard you the first time, but I know it'll get me, it'll get me in even more trouble. So now I'm probably going to be in trouble.
2: <laughs> when she tells jokes.
0: Yes.
1: What kind of jokes? Oh, jokes. Do you have a joke that she tells?
2: Yes. Um, She usually says this one. Why does Bob eat coffee?
1: Why does Bob Bob need coffee? Yes. I don't know why.
2: Because mothers eat, drink coffee.
1: You know, I hear her saying that joke all the time.
2: Mommy cried.
1: What is it? What's the funniest thing your mom d-
2: Mommy cried.
1: Yep. Cassidy, what's the funniest thing your mom has done?
2: He said a joke.
1: Tells jokes? Can you tell us one of her jokes?
2: Why did a chicken cross the road? I don't know. Because it wanted to run over itself.
1: <laughs> Lucas, Lucas, what's the funniest thing Mama has ever done?
2: When Mom brings in coffee. When Mom brings yep. in coffee.
1: When Mom brings the coffee. <laughs> Zoe, what's the funniest thing has ever done?
2: When she dropped Lucas in the water.
1: <laughs> and then you <laughs> rolled on her Do you, hold on <laughs> you accidentally dropped hold on a second <laughs> we need more context here <laughs> what was happening <laughs> at the time
0: we were having a summer vacation <laughs> I <can't> Stop.
3: Well, <laughs>
1: We m- were in the water. Yeah, we were in the ocean. That's what that's we what were happened. Virginia Beach. And, was, and Mama holding, Bell. was holding Lucas and got hit by a wave.
0: And then like they both went tumbling <laughs> <laughs> down. <laughs> okay. And that's why Lucas hates the
1: water. Yes. All right. Yes. Let's, let We're going to start with Zoe and okay. we're going to work this way now. Okay. What makes you proud of Mama?
2: Yeah, just say one.
0: Okay, fine. She, oh. she breathes air. Best yeah. thing to be proud of your mom. She breathes air. Um, I don't know. I guess one thing to be proud of her is that she's very smart.
1: She's very smart. Good. Yeah, Lucas. Lucas, what
0: makes you proud of mama? The nanny.
1: All right, let's go on to Cassidy. What makes you proud of mom? She help
2: Mommy saves lives because she's a nurse.
1: That's awesome. Yay! That is awesome. Maddie, what makes you proud of mom?
2: She takes care of me and Nathan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what makes you proud of mom? She lets me watch TV. She watches TV. No, she lets me
4: watch TV.
1: Oh, she lets you watch TV, and so you're proud of mom for that, Gavin. What are you most proud about your mom? She's a good
2: sport.
1: (laughs) She's a good sport.
0: Um,
3: she's confident in herself. No matter and what problems go on in her life and whatever she's doing, she still finds time to help me with my problems,
5: Yeah,
3: which is awesome and unbelievable, and she still finds time.
4: She makes amazing food, and she takes care of me,
0: That's and awesome. she's nice. Go ahead. Okay, Lawrence, what's your... what's. What dish has your mom made that you didn't like? What? What Your least favorite dish that your mom has made? Oh, uh, asparagus.
3: (laughs) I make good
1: asparagus.
3: (laughs) Uh, There was that one time she made liver.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, what kind of liver?
1: Next There's person. a cow's
0: liver, a pig's liver, a chicken's liver. Next person, then.
1: <laughs> what's a, What's what's the question?
0: What least favorite dish has your mom made? Ooh. Her spicy beans. It's
1: Her spicy beans, Gavin.
0: What is the question? What is your least favorite dish your mom's made? Mac and cheese.
1: Yeah. That's his favorite.
0: Oh, that's your favorite. Which is your not favorite? Oh. Um,
2: I like my mom's food. Good. Oh. Good <laughs> okay.
3: Slimy spinach. Oh. <laughs>
2: What is that? <laughs> Believe me. I like rice. She likes rice. It's,
0: yeah.
2: Let's go on to
1: Cassidy. Cassidy. It's just... Huh? Cassidy.
2: what's your mom's favorite dish? She... Lucas, what are you Lucas. Sometimes we eat Spaghetti. Spaghetti. I do. Your oh,
1: that's your favorite. Which one do you not
2: like? I don't know.
1: Yes. All right, let's go to Zoe real quick. What's a dish that mom makes that's your least favorite?
2: That thing that she made that tasted like air. They- it, it was the weird
0: curry.
1: Oh, she said it was some weird curry. Oh, Lucas.
0: What was
1: your What was your not favorite? Which one do you not like? Porridge. What? Porridge. <laughs> We've never made porridge before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two more questions.
0: <clears throat>
1: I'm going to start from.
0: Lucas.
2: This
1: area, Lucas. My brother. How do you know Mama loves you?
2: Um she drink coffee?
1: She drinks coffee, that's right. <laughs>
2: drink coffee
3: to She tell drinks, you drinks
1: coffee you to keep up, up with you. That's how you know that she loves you. How do you know Mama loves you?
2: She says it a lot.
1: She says it a lot, yeah. That's right. because
2: that's I was gonna
1: say. Cassidy, how do you know mom loves you?
2: Yeah. Because I always give her hugs.
0: She drinks coffee. <laughs> she also drinks coffee. Wow, all moms are drinking coffee now.
3: Because she always tells me so. That's the only thing
0: I can say. <laughs> What's the question? How do you know that your mom loves you?
2: How do you know? because mom is my no she because she's a very good and she protects me and she knows she loves me
1: yeah that's good she protects
3: me um i hang out with her a lot and um and she protects me And um, she lets me stay with her when I'm down. It's because she says I love you every night. We go back and forth saying I love you. We go back and forth every night saying I love you. All
1: right, Lawrence. How do you know your mom loves you?
4: She tells me every day, and she hugs me every day.
1: Awesome. All right. Last question. We'll start from Lawrence, and we'll go this way. How do you know Mom loves Jesus?
4: Uh, she prays and reads the Bible every morning and night.
1: All right, good.
3: Because, well, one, we, go to, we, go, we come here... Every Sunday, and um, we pray every every morning and every night, and she makes sure that every night we all pray together, and we all have our own little prayers that we do every night and and in the morning before I go to school, we pray, and at night before I go to bed, we pray so so lots of praying so so you kind of get the idea that we, uh, we're all we 're a family of christ you know
1: yeah that's awesome
0: that's hey, lawrence awesome. forgot to mention something oh go ahead lawrence uh,
4: We come here every sunday
1: yeah
0: um, wait but why is it just here it could have been a different church
1: muna <laughs> um
0: she wouldn't teach me about
3: god and christ if she didn't love him herself
1: that's right yeah that's good
0: what's the question How do you know that your mommy loves Jesus? Because
2: she goes to a church and she makes sure I love my God. That is the actual one, and she's the greatest mom. Um... Uh, she puts songs on her phone, and then, um,
6: go, go, go on.
0: and
2: then she sings very really loudly and and bothers the neighbors, and then, <laughs> <clears throat> and then stomps her feet at the end.
1: <laughs> All right, this is slowly going downhill. Okay, let's um, let's she move drinks. on. She drinks. She reads. She reads the Bible.
2: My mom celebrates God.
1: She ah. celebrates God. I love that. Zoe, how do you know mama loves Jesus?
2: Because she comes to church and sings.
1: She sings in church. Lucas. We
0: to
2: my my mm.
1: How do you know Mom loves Jesus? Go Because we go home after church and we pray <laughs> at <Okay>. home. <laughs> and we sing and... and she reads the Bible. That's really good, Lucas. Thank you. Would you give it up for our kids this morning? Thank you, guys. You guys can have a seat. And uh, guys, we want to hear from some moms, and we want to hear about what God has done in some of the lives of our moms. So I'm going to invite our moms, um, Dawn, Heather, Rosalind, and Kate, if you guys would come up, and uh, Smith Mm -hmm. is going to ask a few questions, and then we're going to pray together and uh, enjoy the rest of our Mother's Day.
5: Happy Mother's Day to all the moms here. Wow, wasn't that special, hearing from our kiddos? Let's give them another round of applause here. So ladies, so lovely to have you guys up here this morning. I love that video with the mom goggles, didn't you? <laughs> so what is something in your house that for some reason only a mom can see? And Kate, I'm going to start with you. Let me give
7: you this microphone here. So, we just moved to a new place and it has stairs. Right? And so, I made my piece. We've been there only for three months and I already made my piece if I put something by the stairs to be brought up that I have to do it by myself. But... For other people, they put things there to be brought up. I have not made my peace with that, but I still have to bring it up. I guess they don't see it.
5: (laughs) Uh, Heather, how about yourself?
6: Well, somehow I'm the only one that notices when we're out of toilet paper. Oh, (laughs) that's a good one. That
5: happens in my household, too. (laughs) So I meant to ask this question first, but it's not written down. So these days, you know, if you don't write it down, I forget. Um, Would you just take a sentence or two and just introduce yourselves? And who are the people that have given you the title of mom? Go ahead, Kate.
7: So my name is Kate, and uh, I have a daughter, Natalie. She's five. (laughs) And then Adam um, is a boy, he's two, and he's out there.
6: My name is Heather, and I have a daughter, Imelda, who is 17.
5: Awesome. Um, my name is Don
6: Pond. Um, I have three children,
8: Samuel, who's seven, Cassidy, who's six, and Benjamin, who's four.
9: My name is Rosalind. I have three children, Peter.
5: Thank you, ladies. So we have a wide range of uh, kiddos represented (laughs) here and momhoods. And as they go from being, you know, toddlers all the way to teens, the content they watch on TV changes. So is there a kid show you wish you could eliminate? Go ahead, Rosalind. Oh, yes. (laughs)
9: Loud noise. (laughs) Howard. Yes. Howard. Howard. Oh no!
8: Howard. Howard. Yes. <laughs> um, I really dislike him. I don't know God. why. He's constantly moaning, and I'm not about following. I'm like, no, please, too much moaning. <laughs> okay.
6: So we've kind of moved past the kid TV shows, but my daughter loves crime scene shows. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, Jesse, I'm supposed to say Jesse. I would like to get rid of the show, Jesse. <laughs> okay.
7: I don't have one.
6: Oh. Yeah. All right.
5: all right.
7: All right, okay, this one's special.
5: Now, is there a food that you think is really gross, but you make your kids eat it anyways? <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of sounds up here. Hmm. No.
6: I'll take this one. Yeah, go ahead. So it's a great food. Garlic. We love it. <laughs> However, we use it as a natural antibiotic. So anytime Amelda starts to get a cold oh. or get sick. And this is, uh, if you don't know my story and Amelda's story, um, she came from Belize at age eight. So I learned from her country that when people get sick, they chop up garlic and put a little honey on it and they down it and then <laughs> they feel much better in the morning. So even though it's uh, a wonderful food, um, at, when she gets sick, she hates it, and she, she knows that I will make her eat it. So <laughs> now, would you have it yourself? She's no? never. Had, I do it myself. Oh, okay. She's only had one antibiotic. So oh, okay. wow.
5: Okay, garlic. Really yeah. Yeah. And you guys, like, wow, you are like.
8: Oh, um, you know what? Because I'm the mother, I decide what we eat in the house, mm. so we eat
7: stuff Yes. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs>
5: I hear you, Dawn. Rosalind. The only
2: one thing that really, I wouldn't
9: even taste, but I have to make sure they do it, especially when they're catching cold with the cod liver oil
5: and... Oh. <laughs> cod liver oil. Oh, that's a special one. My mom used to do that to me.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Kate? No. No? Nope. Not, not I okay. am like Dawn. Don. Whatever I cook, I like. so.
5: (laughs) Excellent. So if there was one mom duty that you would never have to do again,
7: what would it be? Yeah, I can go first. (laughs) Iron shirts. I despise it, and my husband knows it. Hide it, hate it. You iron one side, then you iron the next side, and then the first side is already wrinkled. Hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it, and I still have to do it. So,
5: <laughs> oh, You just have to buy
6: some wrinkle-free shirts now.
7: <laughs> they are still a wrinkle.
6: <laughs> I think it would be replenishing the my School Bucks account at, for lunch. Because I always forget, and then I get the phone call, Mom, did you put money on my account? So why can't they just use cash? It would be so much easier. just that. sign up for that
5: so if it runs below $2 or $3 what's the math it finishes it so they see this is what moms do they share tips and tricks to keep us sane this is what moms do yes. alright Dawn how about yourself
4: clean
5: toilets that is the job that's the
6: job that's the
5: job let's wait for Samuel maybe a couple of years
6: so
7: so, I'll clean I'm toilets for you if you, sorry. I'll clean toilets for you if you iron my shirts, okay. my husband's shirt. <laughs> Gladly.
6: In age 10 is the magic number. That's when I'm oh. starting cleaning the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what
4: makes it tough for me with the cleaning toilet situation is that I
8: have boys, and I'll just leave it at that. Like, don't make it in the toilet for
5: some reason. Say no, no more. To, uh, you know, because
7: it's for us. Yep. <laughs> yep.
8: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. yes. yeah. So, being a mom, um, at least for me, it w- it's been the toughest thing that I have ever done. Um, it actually broke me down, like, I mean, I used, to be a, I used to be a very confident person who, you know, was very self-assured and stuff, but I think becoming a mom just took me down into the depths of um, the deepest pits. But still, we do it anyways. I mean, I went on and I had three kids. You know, it's like you forget. So what's the most rewarding thing about raising kids? Why do we do this?
9: then when you're really down, they come and tell you, man, you're fine, you got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they, like, they got you back and you thought you were all on your own. On your own. Yeah, that's very, very fulfilling.
8: Yeah. Um, something uh, my husband um, said to me a few years ago, he said, the best thing, one of the best things about having a child is it's like you're a child all over again. It's like you can Yes.
5: You know, yeah. Like, oh, wow, what's that? Oh, that's an You know? And yeah. You you know, that's right. Energy, this is what they do. Right.
8: Um, but like you were saying, the emotional support that I, the other thing is the emotional support that I receive from my children is unbelievable. Things that you'd never think a child would know, mm-hmm. that they just have it inside of them to know, okay, mom is not Mom is not having a good day today. Mm. And they're able to just come and give you a kiss and a hug. Mm-hmm. And That's because awesome. You know that you have a little person, yeah. you know, that loves you and that cares for you, even though sometimes the world tells us, we don't like you, we don't care about you. You go home and you look into your children's eyes, and you can say, you know what, this is why I'm here, yeah. to raise this little one, and they just remind you again, like, mommy, you're here for me, and I'm here for you as well. That's even great. Even though they don't understand what's going on around me, what I'm going through, it seems like they just have intuition, and they just, know, That's right. You know, yeah when mom needs that hug, when mom needs that kiss, you know, just to show her, you know, that I love her. Yeah. So that, that, to me, is one of the best things about having a child, you know, it's just to be, just to know that a child will always love me, you Yeah. Know, and
6: yeah. Me. I think um, all of what was said and additionally, just um, knowing that you pour into and you give so much and you pour into and you go to bed exhausted, you wake up exhausted, and you're wondering, will this ever make sense to them? Will they ever get it? And just seeing the growth in the maturity, um, and now seeing my daughter interact with younger children, and, and um, her, her faith in uh, how it's really become her own, and it's not just, oh, we go to church because that's what we do on Sundays, and, and really making it her own, and Seeing her just grow and develop on all levels, and um, you know when she came here at age eight, she kind of hit the, the United States running. She was wasn't reading, wasn't writing, wasn't didn't know colors, numbers, didn't have those building blocks that most kids have here. And um, just to see how she's taken on that challenge and really um, excelled in so many ways, and but even more importantly, her love for Jesus and um, how she shares that. Openly with other people. And that's really cool to see. That's
7: awesome. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what is not rewarding? You know, you hear it, all of you. And it is, it's, it's hard, of course, it's hard. But it, it just is rewarding just to see your child grow and what they're becoming.
5: Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever really... Um, realized the power of fear until I had kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and it's just funny how motherhood kind of brings that up to the surface. What is the biggest fear that you guys have while raising your children? Okay,
9: My biggest fear, which is actually a prayer. I about Jesus and they are very happy and excited about it and my greatest worry and fear is will they carry this on? Will they be able to bring this to the next generation or to other people wherever they are and as much as we are with them and we are teaching them and we love it I feel like I'm always worried that We are not
7: there to push them, go to church, do this, will they carry that on? Mm. And also, will they learn how to make some Kenyan food? <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am with Rosa on, the, well, not on the Kenyan food, but whatever she said before, although my husband would disagree about the Kenyan food, but it's this day and age that worries me so much, you know, whatever Rosa said, and on top of, you give him the, you give them the values, you you, you pour, you know, into them to love Jesus, to love God, and to raise them, you know, to be a good human beings, but then you have to let them go at some point, and I I just worry because, you know, I've, I've seen it with, like, other people, you give them all of this, and then they can just meet one person that can change their life, and then, yeah, that's my biggest fear and worry.
8: Mm. Um, For me, is um, what both of them had said, is just society today has such a big impact on children, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, a lot of things that we can't keep up with at times, you know, especially with older children, like children, you know, your age, um, your your daughter's age. It's just keeping track of everything, even just playing a YouTube game or watching a video on YouTube isn't the same. Like, I have to go over their shoulder and look and see, okay, what are they watching? Because I guess there was a period of time where an image came up and telling kids to commit suicide. So I, I couldn't, oh, yes, there was an image that just popped up and on YouTube that where the, they told the kids, oh, you know, commit suicide, kill yourself. And it would be like just like a second long. So... Just the social media, just I'm afraid that my kids will listen to social media, listen to society instead of to us. Um, But I guess what really helps me is just remembering that I'm not alone, Mm -hmm. remembering that I cannot do it on my own. Because if I try to do it myself, I will fail because I'm a human being. And just always remembering that God is with me. He's walking with me. I'm praying that he will just help me to say the right things, help me to express, you know. Because, again, kids are so sensitive. They pick up on a lot of things. Just to be able to express my needs and what God wants as well. um, And not doing it by myself, you know. um, Just using his word just to kind of um, let them know that they're not alone. And let them know that even though the world is yelling a lot of things at them, that what he says is more important, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah. that, that's my fear is the social media. But just, again, remembering that I'm not by myself, yeah. that God is with me, you know? And then he
6: will take care of them because yeah. he loves them more than I do. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Heather, you want to add something? Yes. Well, everything that everybody said <laughs> is 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that i 'm going to miss an opportunity an opportunity to um, i don 't work you know life is so crazy and we 're so task driven and um, you know we 're here there and everywhere and I, I just don 't want to miss any opportunities i don 't want to miss the opportunity to um, you know model my faith to my daughter i don 't want to miss an opportunity i 'm just afraid that I will there will be something that I will miss, but like Don said, our children are given to us on loan we don't, they don 't belong to us they are they're given to us on loan, and it's our jobs to just do the best we can, and, and to put our trust in God, and to, because um, there's lots of fears, but all throughout the Bible it says, fear not, fear not, fear not. That's do right. not fear, yeah. do not worry, do not fear, and um, and I there's think that that's you. the thing we do the best, is right? <laughs> fear and worry. So, yeah. um, but just Yeah, yeah but it is
5: it is a common thread, and you know, it's also important for like moms out there to realize that. Sometimes you can let the fear drown you. and Like, the the sound of fear can become very strong. Uh, But it's important to know that you're not going through this alone. You're not the only one who's feeling that. And to actually talk to those who've gone before you. Like, you know, I think of Miss Jean or Miss Sharon and, you know, their times. and They've raised children. And so just sometimes, you know, just reaching out to someone who's gone before you and having a conversation really helps Um, and and to tie on to that, like, the other thing I remind myself is, you know, and this is kind of morbid sometimes, you know, I'm like, I think about, you know, kids who grew up in, like, terrible situations, and how they come out okay, and I'm like, they didn't die, I'm not going to kill my kids, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to do, I'm going to be okay, and I also think about my parents, and I think about my grandparents, and the fact that they were able to do this with, like, far fewer resources in far more difficult circumstances. In fact, some of those circumstances were probably very trying physically. You know, we we really do live in a different world, in a much more comfortable world. Uh, We've got, I think, more um, things coming our way mentally, emotionally, more so than uh, the olden times. But, you know, our parents have modeled great things for us, and so I just want you guys to actually think about, think back to your mom, and, you know, think of something that you could perhaps share, a, a good piece of advice that your mom perhaps modeled, modeled for you, and, and what would that be? Um, for
8: me, it would be, um, I was very young, I was about eight or nine years old, and my family went through a really rough time, where my uh, 12 or 13 year old sister, she was uh, run over by a motorcycle. And we're not talking about one with like tiny wheels, it's like had wide wheels like this. She, her and my sister was coming home from youth group. We were coming to my aunt's house because that's where we were. They crossed the road and the motorcycle ran over her and she was laying on the road and my parents got word while they were at my aunt's house that my sister was in a car accident. When they got onto the scene, my older sister um, was in hysterics. She was running in circles because she saw her, her, baby, her yeah, second elder sister on the floor with mutilated, basically. And my mom came, and my, my father is not born again. He's not saved. So he doesn't have that reassurance that my mother has that, you know, God will take, God, even in this chaos, God is there. He'll help. And my father is screaming, crying. My sister is running in circles, you know. And my, other, my second older sister is laying on the floor crying. She's trying to get up. She doesn't understand, like, what, why are you holding me down? Well, her leg was completely cut off. So she couldn't get up. And, um, and my mother said that prayer to her is essential. She says you have to pray. She says there will be times when you cannot pray. There will be times when you just stand there in disbelief, like she was when she was standing in front of my sister. And all she could just stand there and just yell out, Just inside of her say, Jesus, please. She said she couldn't pray. She couldn't pray. And she said because she prayed all those years for her children, for her family, that is what kept her. And she tells me that until this day. She's like, you have to be prayed up. Because if there's a time when it comes when you cannot pray, that's when you have the strength. That's when God strengthens you. You know, so that's what I learned from my mom. That's
5: actually really great advice from your mom because it, we know in troubling times, we, we naturally turn to God. And, and in troubling times, sometimes we like fall apart and you, and you kind of wonder, why is it that I'm not strong enough? But it's really the prayers in the good times that actually prepares you for the dark seasons. And, and in the good times, you know, we're like, we're doing great. We don't really need God as much. But it's so important to kind of like build up your muscle during the good times so that in the tough times you are now ready to battle. And, and my mother says she was so calm. Yeah.
8: She could not explain to you why she was that calm. Any other person would have been crazy running around, screaming. She yeah. says she just stood, And that was, and my parents went through troubling times for a long time because of the medical bills and everything else. But she says God just kept her. And just strengthened her every single day. You know, and, and that's what I you know, would like to say, what, share with my mother. You know, Roseanne, is there
5: something you want to share?
9: Yes. yes. Um, I remember on my wedding day, my mom called me aside and she told me, uh, I'm going to translate it in English. She said it would sound better if I said it in my language. Sure. But she said um, that you're going to get married and I just want to tell you that uh, in the African society, we know that we say that when two axes you know what an axe is? The one you used to cut trees with? When two axes are put together, they will always collide. They will always hit each other. There will be, always be noise. And it's not going to be easy. So she told me you're going into a life that you don't know and it's, cr- it's tough, it's crazy, it's hard. You're going to be mad. You're going to want to walk away. But always look up on God. When it's so hard, just call God. Take a moment and ask God to come in and take care of everything. And that has been one strong virtue that I learned from her. And I will live by it because it works. Yeah. Amen.
6: Mm-hmm. Amen. <clears throat> and Jay, this is for you. If you're in the store and you can't decide what color shoes to get, buy both. (laughs) Um, Seriously. Um, One quote that my mom used to say all the time was, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So attitude was everything, and it's your perspective, and um, that
7: carried me a long way. Thank you. So I didn't grow up in a household where there was a God, but um, we went, you know, my parents got divorced when I, was, when I was 10 years old. My sister was five. And the one thing that my mom, like, really taught me was love. Just, you know, love each other and be there for each other. And that, that's it. Amen. Amen.
5: So what do you guys do when you feel like your backs are against the wall?
7: I pray. I really you know step back and pray and um, then it all comes together. It, It really does and it's even like the day to day things when you know there are tent rooms and tent rooms and tent rooms and you know I just sometimes let them do their thing and Just step aside and say a prayer, and everything comes together.
5: Yep.
8: I I worship. I worship. I pray, you say, but I worship. And I feel like when I pray, um, I'm giving my troubles and fears and worries to God. And when I worship, you would think that it would be beneficial to God, which it is. He likes it, but it's beneficial to me. Mm. I feel like it just helps me to just... Let go off of everything. Mm-hmm. And it, my mood completely changes. changes yeah. Comple- yeah. If you come to my house, you will hear loud music constantly. Derek bought me a little speaker. and it, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I go through difficult times, um, mm-hmm. just praying and, and worshiping. Worship is huge in my home. That's mm-hmm. what I do to, to help.
9: Yeah. When, when I get up against the wall, which happens a lot of times, Sometimes I want that quiet place and want to be alone because at that moment I don't want to say anything because, (laughs) yes. So I look for space and I think everybody at my house knows now when that happens, I'll just go to my room and I'll close the door and I'll lay on my bed and I'll just call Jesus. I'll just be saying Jesus. I'll be saying Jesus. And this helps me. It will take time, and then I'll
6: go back and I'll be okay. And they know, oh, she's she's good. Yes. I think learning to not to react and to respond has been a lesson for me. And um, I will oftentimes get in my car and blast the music or go to the gym. I love to journal. I love to write. Um, and... And if it's something to do with my daughter that made me, you know, this situation or whatever, we try really hard to um, make sure we don't go to bed upset at each other. That's so. awesome.
5: So one last question for you great moms up here. What is the greatest hope for your kids?
7: Well, it comes from what we talked about, the worry. You know, the greatest hope is that they love God, they love Jesus, they follow, follow them and they just grow up to be good human beings, following yeah. God and Jesus.
8: Yeah, that, that's mine as well. I just, I'm, as a mother, you, you realize how very quickly what's important. And when you're a mother, you, you realize things are not important. What you have, a car, a house, it doesn't matter. What's most important is raising my children to know God. You know, and if they know God, I know that they'll be okay. If they know God, I know they'll be decent human beings and will treat other human beings with respect. And that's the the yearning of my heart is that my children get to know God, you know, so that one day when we go to heaven, they'll be with me, you know, and I'll be with them. So that's my greatest. That's
5: awesome.
9: All right. In addition to what my friends have said here, I'll also pray and hope that they will stand above the negativity in the society they will stand and uh, and you know speak to people about peace i know one of them said that he wants to be a flying doctor and a preach and a preacher so he will spread the peace they will spread the word they will teach the word and they'll they'll bring peace to the world in their little lives that they will have yeah
6: Yeah, I think what everybody said, um, that, you know, it's not about the title, it's not about how much money is in the bank account, it's not about, um, you know, what you have, it's about your heart condition, and that um, she would just love the Lord with all her heart, with all her mind, with all her strength, and that she would share that love with other people. Thank you.
5: Thank you, ladies, for coming up here today and sharing your hearts. I know this was not an easy thing. But thank you for your faithfulness and thank you for enduring day in and day out because this is a marathon. It's, it's in, you know, it's, we're in for the long haul here. So, and I pray that God will give you the strength day in and day out. Happy Mother's Day.
1: Our, uh, our kids are getting a little antsy, and so we need to uh, close the service up really quickly here. Um, I love this part of this interview where all of our moms said one thing in common. They said, when my back is up against the wall, there's something that I always do. I turn to God. Like, at the end of the day, no matter how hard things get for me, I just turn to God. And God has always been there for me, and he's always been there with me. He may not have solved everyone's problem, but he was always there. The psalmist says this, he says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. And the Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. And that that applies to everybody. That's not just for moms. That is something that we can all do in our lives that no matter what we are going through, we can always look to the Lord who will be our help. This morning, we want to honor and thank our moms, moms who sacrifice so much for us, moms who show bravery, moms who have courage, and moms who have strength, and more than anything else, the moms who go to the war room on our behalf, and moms who aren't afraid to get down on their knees And fight against principalities and the powers of darkness for us. And I don't know about you, but I learned about prayer from my mom. And I know there's a lot of praying moms who are here. And I want want to let you know this morning that it's never too late. It's never too late to go to that war room for your kids. It's never too late. And we also want to honor another group of people who are here. There are spiritual moms who are here today, who you invest time into kids in this in this church and in this area or or maybe maybe within your families that you aren't afraid to stand in the gap for some other kids and so this morning I'm going to ask our moms if you would just stand here this morning would you stand moms spiritual moms would you stand all or yep stand (laughs) because we want to thank you and we want to honor you today Moms, this morning, we want to encourage you to stand firm in who Jesus is, because your kids are watching, and they're watching and they'll learn, and in due time, they're going to turn to your help, who is the Lord. I'm going to ask Smith if she would pray, and she's going to close our service this morning.
5: Father in heaven, we just want to thank you so much, O oh God, for creating this role of motherhood, Lord God. You designed it, Father God. And I know, Father God, as you created each woman here, you equipped her, Father God, for everything that she needs, Father God, to get through this space, Lord God, and to do it well. And Father in heaven, I just pray that you would come and you would be her strength, Lord Jesus. Days when she feels like she cannot go take another step, I just pray that you would remind her that she is going to do this because of you and the strength that you're going to pour into her, Father God. I pray, Lord God, that you would lift up her spirit, Father God. Would you give her a new song, Lord Jesus? Father God, I pray that you would fill her up with hopes and dreams for her children, Father God. Lord Jesus, when she is weak, may she feel strong, Lord Jesus. When she is down, Father God, help her to come up, to stand up, Lord Jesus. And, Father God, I just pray that you would take her through the long haul, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, God, for your gift. Thank you, Lord, for everything. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. God bless you this morning. We hope you guys have a great week. Ladies, on your way out, we have a small gift for you at the back in the lobby. God bless you this morning.
5: Oh, I just wanted to add one more thing. Actually, um, on behalf of all moms here, we made a gift to this, uh, this new home that Teen Challenge is opening up called the Lioness and the Cub. Um, not all moms are fortunate like ours. They don't actually have the support at home to raise kids. So this is going to be a home for uh, mothers who are having crack babies or who are moms who just don't have a home um, to go to. So we've made a small donation on behalf of all of you moms. Um, and hope that it'll be a blessing to them.